Flogcasts may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the vlogcast for the first week of finals. The shit dumper from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the mayor of East Geelong, Teach. Bonk, bonk. The number one fan of Hawthorne's Power Ranger, Guernsey Penal. Hi there, hi there. Oh, I'm oh, echoing. Mr. Moral Victory from St Kilda, Cookson. That was a terrible boat sound, Teach. Fresh from the bravest loss of the year from the bravest club in the competition, Collingwood, we have Morgan Ashley. Hola. Everyone's favourite Jamestown herdite, Hadouken. Hello, and uh, VJ Knight, Aston Villa and Sunderland, two all. Man City, two. Watford, zero. Southampton, three. Norwich City, zero. <laughs> Liverpool, oh, zero. Up. West Ham, Ham three. Tottenham and Everton, out? nil or draw. Swansea beat Manchester United, two, one. Enjoy the soccer. How's the soccer going? Well, there's the answer. Yeah. And finally, from North, we have Dan. Hello. Yay. I love it. You just say finally from North because no one really gives a shit about North. Uh-huh. Um, let's go with Gure Tears. Who wants to go first? Uh, I've got Gure. I'll bring the tears. Just calm down, Pino. My Gure's more important. My Gure, this is something that would never be uttered on any film or podcast before. It's for Mitch Robinson. <laughs> Please refer to him as Mitch Rubbish Bin. He's no longer the Rubbish Bin. He kicked the goal that gave Carlton the spoon. That deserves an upgrade from at least a rubbish bin to at least a dumpster. And it guarantees the X's win, does it? Yes. Uh, well, not really, because I don't think Carlton got to the 52 points they needed anyway. It's guaranteed them to spoon greater roles. So, Mitch Robinson, kudos. Take a bow, rubbish bin. You're the man. Mm. Would he and be also... Brisbane's greatest pick-up this year? Yes. Yeah, he's probably given them more than beams. He's been the best pickup of the year, purely on that one kick alone. Good Brisbane. He's given the most lols in the entire X's thread due to the fact that he was the least footballer of all the X's to have left. Him and Greek. Nah, Greek's our seventh best player now, and he's become quite good. He leads the tackles at Richmond. There's a thread on the Richmond board. But yes, Penal, you had tears, and this is like a, seeing a unicorn, so let's hear it. Yeah, I've got tears for around 23, the entire thing. Like, it was just a waste of time, I thought. I know there were some decent games, the best of them obviously being the one that handed Carlton the spoon, but most of the games, at least involving the top teams, I mean, there were the blatant tanks in, involving North and Frio, and then there was the games, West Coast, Sydney, and of course Hawthorne, where we were just hoping no injuries and all the players got through, and unfortunately all of these games had some unfortunate injuries, so I really think in the AFL needs to do something and get that conference system going where the top six teams play. Uh, yes. 
six weeks just so there's something to fucking play for and you're just not praying for the siren halfway through the uh, first quarter. It's gotten crazy with the amount of not tanking, managing, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Even Purple Barrett was having a crack at him about it. I'm so outraged. <laughs> oh, what, what are you I mean, so oh. sooky about? We're sorry, Dan. He's sooky he didn't get his strawberry big am this week. Does <laughs> anyone else want to offer some tears or some goo? I got goo. I think goo for Geelong's victory over Adelaide. Didn't they bitch playing during the week about integrity and mm. fairness and things like that when they put on that shitty performance down at the Cattery. They could have had a home final if they won. Yeah. If you still, I got goo for our retiring heroes. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh you are Stokesy. You are so fickle. And Stevie J. Oh, they were God. just, shut up, bitch. <laughs> They were all great, and um, it was sad. It was sad to see them see them go, and they, they might go to another club. But we'll see what happens. Why'd you guys send them off then? If the with the yeah, you're sad to see them go and they play well, it was just well, they see the wank fest. No, they're seeing that North like picking up useless old fucks, so they think, hmm, let's get that sweet sweet draft picks from free agency. And you're not going to get any compo for Stevie J. No, I know, but like I told you, I don't run the fucking club. You wanted them gone anyway. You were booting them out the door. Oh, Jeez, last what? week it was get fucked, retire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now it's, oh, please let me carry you out. Fuck off, Teach. Nah, they all need to go anyway. Who else? Me, I've got goo. You've got goo? Yeah, as of 8.16pm, according to you this article. You fucking lost. Cunt, I'm so sick of you, seriously. <laughs> I am teach, fucking throwing you off the shut island. Shut the fuck up, Teach, you discourteous bag of pickled dicks. <laughs> Thank yes, you, I still have the insult generator open. <laughs> <laughs> I have goo for the article I'm reading on hey, the Morgs, AFL website. Don't you, Shut don't you up. Hate it with some, don't you hate it when someone interrupts you? <laughs> the article states, Trelaw wants out star midfielder to nominate Pies as preferred club. Goo everywhere. Oh, drafting. I have tears. Please, I will pick up his bags and deliver them wherever they need to go. Get the fuck out. And to that I say, get the fuck out of Bay 13. While we're on recruiting shit, I have tears because apparently we're in for Jake Carlisle, and that's <laughs> fucking horrifying. Yeah, no, guess what? Welcome to Essendon, Harley Bennell. Thanks very much, because that whole, now we're trading it. It's like, fine, have Carlisle, have our second round pick. Hell, have Dempsey and Melksham, I don't care. Just, we'll Melksham's take Bennell. You can't take the captain. What? <laughs> Hadouken <laughs> didn't listen last week, obviously. Did you say Harley Bennell was you? Oh, no, my, my pick was the bouncer that got in a fight with him, because, <laughs> yeah, he's out and there's a pretty good chance he'll wind up at Essendon. Apparently he's coming to us because of the whole culture thing, I guess. Oh, how long before he ends up like Dale Garlett with yeah, Hodgson looking exactly. after him? Yeah, well, they said that he wouldn't get suspended if he behaved like that at Hawthorne, so that's why he's gone there. He's not a backline player, though, Penal, so why would you be picking him up? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that he also coloured outside the lines on his, his colouring book, and so that was the clincher that got him out. The smokes are expensive, though, and he did knock him out of his hand, like... Right. Yeah, yeah. The bouncer is probably smoking near a no smoking sign, and Ben, being the respectful, courteous citizen that he was, decided to just slightly 
tap it out of his you know hand. What? He's an elite athlete. He doesn't need to be around that kind of shit. No wonder yeah. he knocked it out of his hand. Exactly. Harley was looking out for his health, and that is the kind of awareness for one's well-being that would go so well at Essendon. Yeah, exactly. Willing to stand up for oneself, being able to say, no, not around me. I'm sorry. I won't mm. put and it up. Because, they, because they're getting rid of Zaharakis, they need somebody to stand up and say no. <laughs> we have cocaine injected. I'll go last, <laughs> and mine is similar to Dan's. I have tears for all the sooking over the last week, starting with the North sooking, which ultimately was very lousy when the Crows couldn't get the job done when a spot ended up opening up, but all the sooking over that. And the sooking since, which I'm sure Morgs will appreciate, over the Bulldogs playing their final at the MCG. <laughs> I was going to have goo for that, actually. Goo for the AFL. <laughs> In the words of Suze, get over it. You wicked bitch. Oh, it is so oh. funny. Like, they let Geelong play a home game at Skilled Stadium, but they won't let the dogs play a home game at Eddie Had. There's fucking no good reason to do it. It's all, it's all home room. I just don't why the dogs so are complaining. I'm in St Kilda, Eddie Had tenant, same size as the dogs, probably a bit bigger. You played like, all your finals at the G, except the last one. Yeah. Kangaroos, every fucking final at the G. Carlton, finals but, at the G. Essendon, finals at the G. Essendon. But Fifey, you know what this means, right? Essendon has to be in the, a final, final first. No, it just means that the Big Melbourne MCG clubs like Collingwood, Richmond, and Hawthorne are going to have to host home games at Etihad to make up for it, and that's what we don't like about it because they have their certain minimum big game quota or something. That means our we haven't home played games, more than one there for like years. Yeah, no, but you shouldn't have to play any there. That's the point, and you get keep getting shifted there because the AFL refused to play finals there. Look, I understand if you're not going to shift Collingwood or Richmond or Hawthorne to the to Etihad in a final, but you should play the dogs there because it means less fixturing headaches next year. They can send Melbourne there because they finally got a win. No, you know what? This is what happens when you create a mentality amongst a club where you pander to their needs and where you give them everything that they want and you support them and you prop them up. They think that they're They're entitled to be looked after all the time. Harden up. They're a bit disappointed because they want the seagull shitting in their bathwater. So basically like Melbourne entitled and (laughs) always reaching for the handouts. I don't know why I was actually listening to SEN today and the number of supporters bring up going, it's not fair. They get all this stuff. It's, it's our turn to be equalised. It's, oh, fuck's sake. <coughs> fucking give me MCG finals. What part of that sentence does not sound fucking awesome? You're going to have to play but, there a week later against a better opponent if you get through. You may as well be prepared. But a packed house that Eddie had is a better example than a less than half full MCG. And I don't no. believe this shit about the fucking, they're going to get 60,000 to the MCG. No, they're going to get 45 that. max. Yeah, they're going to get 45 max. Calling it now. And it would be better atmosphere at Etihad. The point of the game is you want to play on the biggest stage in front of the biggest crowd possible. The biggest stage is the MCG. That is the mecca. You play finals there. Harden up, you fucking self-entitled pricks. Let's go to the games. And speaking of the dogs and having things handed to them, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) They're lost to the Bryans at the Gabba. No wonder they want to play at Etihad there. Scared of potentially being out in the elements. You know, a bit of sun. It was warm, apparently. (gasps) It was 21 degrees. They must not have the heater on that high at Etihad when the dogs play. They melted. I've tell you what. It was a bloody shootout, that was. Goal after goal after goal. I have a 
question. Why didn't the Bulldogs receive any heat for resting players in this game? Didn't they rest like four or five senior players? They rested like Murphy and Morris. And so they rested all old. of their Andy senior Boyer, players. They rested the only old players they have. But that's okay because they're the dogs. They didn't rest fucking Cunnington or because someone. They, they, don't have, they, they don't have a Cunnington. They have four old players and 63 young ones. Either everyone's allowed to yeah. do it or no one's allowed to do it. I don't have a problem with resting as you're in finals. Yeah. I don't care. I think it probably does make an impact if the eight's not settled, but it was, you know, as to who could get in. Once you're in, you got to win through anyway. There were some interesting stats. Tom Rockliffe, six inside 50s. Fair oh, career high. Disposal, disposal efficiency. Played, played the greatest game of his career. Cost them the number one draft pick. <laughs> Leadership. Disposal of deficiency, 77%. I mean, a decent Amazing. game by his standards. Yeah. With the no Lewenberger and Cruiser talks, it's potentially cost them picks one and two, and now they're going to get three and four instead. Rockliffe can't even play well at the right time. The thing of beauty, really. Even when he dominates, he fucks it up. <laughs> <laughs> and he managed to chase Jack Redden out, too. Didn't he kick Jed. four goals and play really well, Jack Redden? No, Jed Adcock kicked four goals. The other guy they've kicked out. Well, apparently Redden and Rockliffe are best mates. Mm. Mm, yes, that'd be right. It must be a money thing because it's not like Brisbane don't have any cap space. Well, no, maybe they spending it. paid St. Beams $4 million for nothing. <laughs> Mitch Robbins is going to need a new contract. <laughs> maybe they could give him all of Christensen's money. It's a shame Adcock's 29. I'd like to see him go on somewhere else. North would take him. Yeah, North yeah you just him. want to fucking add cock to everything. Oh, coming from you. He's a defender, Penal. There you go. There's your defender you can add. Yeah, but he's, he's not a key defender. We only fucking no. poach key defenders. True, but Matthew Suckling is going to need to be replaced. Yeah, he's, he's, he's also screwing He's over going to Brisbane. That's keeping him. No, no, Brisbane don't want Nah, they're going to take him. He They'll fits the list profile nah, perfectly. Brisbane are going to worry that if they take Suckling, it'll devalue any free agent pick for Lewenberger. Yeah, I did consider that during the week. It's like if they took Suckling as a free agent, they might not get value for Lewenberger. Amazing, this is where we're at. We're likely to trade Suckling potentially for a Oh, Hey, is there a free agent Carlton could take that would fuck the Cruiser compo? What, like they did with Betts and Thomas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck them, moron. Oh, there's an article on the Perth Now website that Jed Adcock's keen to play on, so obviously being his age, he's going to Frio. <laughs> Frio are interested in Cruiser because, you know, Charlie Dixon has called out of the Suns and apparently he's going to the Pufferfish. So, once again, Frio missed out the key forward. Well, Schultz is off to Frio then. Yeah, but they're also interested in Cruiser because, you know, what Frio don't do forwards properly. You know, got Main playing key position. Oh, let's let's put Cruiser oh, at centre-half forward. I reckon they're going to get Robbie Warnock back. Wasn't, didn't he start <laughs> oh, out there? He did start out there and, they, and Carlton paid a ransom for him. I probably deserve some credit for my Flogshadamas yeah. call on Dixon going to Port Adelaide last week. Oh, uh, not really. It yeah, doesn't, that's a bit late. doesn't hurt uh, to have a yeah, shit hipster beard so to play at Port. <laughs> He's got the shit hipster beard to go down there with the Hoff and even Schultz had it for a while. Oh, did anyone see Johnny Butcher tearing it up in the port game? Did he tear <laughs> it up? <laughs> no, he, he tore it up by kicking it 20 metres sideways when he tried to have a shot at goal. Well, let's move on to that game then if we're finished on the Bulldogs-Brians. Well, we were on the Bulldogs-Brians? We started there. We weren't there in the end. Oh, if there's okay. nothing else to add to it. It's all right. No crowd was there either. You know, it was the most entertaining thing out of the round. But yeah, Frio versus the Puffers. One last Puff finishing ninth. Well, port. They were 119th. 
but yeah, not much more to say about that. It was funny watching Frio get smashed in the second half, and it was funny watching John Butcher play. That was all I took out of the game. Okay, Frio's ins, they had 11 out, granted, but some of those ins, when I saw them on the team sheet, speaking of random generators, they looked like fucking randomly generated names that you would get if you were playing an AFL PlayStation game and you played 10 years in the future and the game started just throwing, like there was there was an E. Hughes and a B. Smith and a... B. Gray. I'm not entirely unconvinced that they didn't just find these people on the street and it's like, who wants to fucking play an AFL game on Saturday? You know, come to Adelaide with us and, you know, we'll let you run around for 120 minutes and you'll go down in Fremantle Club history, which of course is very short and unexciting and littered with no success. The fucking Ross Lyon has done it, like, what, numerous times, resting everyone, and it doesn't work. And that is also an overrated shit truck of a coach and Freo aren't going to win fucking anything. They can't develop youth, so Fremantle are going to be in the bottom four in the next three years. Well, especially if their youth consists of these guys they found on the street. You know, they probably played Jose. (laughs) (laughs) To which we all say, fuck off Jose and go back to the streets. This is what happens when they got rid of Colin Sylvia. Anything else on that? No. Ah, huh, Lowport. Okay. Um, speaking of Lowport, let's go to Collingwood's bravest loss of the year. I don't get that end, like, umpiring decision, how the two Essendon players banged into each other. That was fucking oh. bullshit. It's high contact. There was a Collingwood supporter within five feet. Must have been the Collingwood guy. I don't really care. It was lousy. Well, that a was lot. a shit decision. A lot. You hate oh, seeing a game being something. decided by shit decisions, but on the balance of play, Essendon were the I think it was Doss said if you watch the rest of the game, that last call was just irony because Collingwood got such a run with the freaking vampires. The other thing about Short made the best comment on it from a Collingwood perspective was that the way they were crumbing, it wouldn't have been a goal anyway if it wasn't paid. The way they were crumbing, it probably would have been an Essendon goal. They would have rebounded and just taken it up to the end. I'm sorry, if your goalie was at the bottom of that pack, it would have been a clear goal, fucking idiot. Clear turnover. Shut up. Apparently, Dugowie is Dutch for turnover. Dugowie is Dutch. Go and fuck yourself. Penal wood. I don't need an invitation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what else out of that game? Apparently, it was a shitful standard, but it was at least reasonably high scoring and close. So, it was yeah, close. It was to of, take that over Ross Lane and no It's score. almost the highest Essendon has scored all year, except for maybe against Carlton or someone. It was interesting because, like, both teams had put out like seven or eight first year players or youth? something. Yeah, youth. Rising star Aresia Fantasia Essendon. Thanks very much. Hello, Hello. my name is the Russell Lion. What is a youth? <laughs> My name is Horatio. You killed my father. Prepared to die. Jesse White, 20 and 2. Oh, that'll get him picked for a whole nother year. I know. It'll Guess he was going to himself another contract. Well done, Jess. <laughs> you fucking idiot. This game and just did not go well for you, did it? No, and watch him dominate the preseason as well. Oh, you tricked us again. <laughs> We're a fucking master troll. <laughs> I liked it, though. I think it's entertaining. Like, at times, he genuinely looks like a footballer. He does. And then he's a giant potato. It's amazing how I mean, a man... Just be so bipolar. He's a nice guy. He's a good bloke. He's not as good of a bloke oh, as Hodgie, good. but I, I like the guy. If he's, good, if he's a good bloke, why don't you take him? Oh, because he doesn't play back. That's right. But yeah, nothing else on that game? No. Yeah, brave. That's enough. No more. It was a lovely way to finish what has been the shittest year ever. Yeah. 
I was happy with it. I was glad to see uh, Matty Egan get a win. It yeah, was a shame true. that yeah. Fletch wasn't playing. I would have loved to see Fletch get a win in his final game because yeah. regardless of all the shit that's going on at Essendon. Despite tipping Essendon last week, Tipmaster, I in reality didn't give him much chance. I thought, why don't they just play Fletcher as a sub like was mooted? It's not going to cost them the chance of winning, but obviously they did play well and Egan got a win. And yeah, unfortunately for Fletcher, he didn't. Yeah. It's all right. He'll get his send off in the Anzac Day parade with the other war He's got two premiership medals and 312 other wins. I think he'll be okay. But it was, yeah, entertaining. And yeah, for all the shits, it was good to see Egan get a win. And you know, those Essendon players, they have had a rough year. Oh, have they? Oh, let's give them a hug. Well, they, they have. Zaharakis was talking at halftime about how they've improved these last few weeks. What a coincidence. Yes. Heard goes and they improved. Hmm. I did note that. So they've got their clean air, however they got it. Clean air, they don't have clean blood samples. Well, we were going to go to Geelong Crows next, but we teachers missing. So we'll go to, well, Melbourne broke the Etihad curse. What was it, like 30-odd well games? No, I don't think it was that much. It was it was like 18, I think. But it was a lot. Considering Melbourne don't play there that often, it was something like eight years worth, which is absurd. I must admit, Hogan played well that game. I mean, three goals. He deserves to win the Rising Star. Yeah, he's yeah, the Rising Star. I don't give a fuck about any of this Patrick Cripps. Midfielders are a dime a dozen. Exactly. It's been a long time since we've seen a forward make such an impression in his first year as Jesse Hogan. At least. He's going to be a star. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, Cripps is a good player, but Hogan has Hogan's it. something else. Look, the Rising Stars' credibility took a real hit last year when Crab Taylor beat Bontempelli based on numbers, mm. really. And if they give it to Cripps again on the same logic, literally numbers, not... But you can't even use the numbers excuse for Cripps because Hogan's numbers are just outstanding. For a well, Hogan's, Hogan's numbers are fantastic for a forward, but Cripps gets midfielder numbers, which everyone goos over. Cripps is a poor man's Daniel Howe. I mean, I was watching a tour of go at it on uh, Saturday and you know Cripps is, is useless compared to uh... Hogan was a beast and he should win it it's that simple yeah, it's I think just for the fact that Melbourne were able to somewhat develop a player and without fucking him up so a key forward at Melbourne had a year like Hogan that degree of difficulty and as a 20 year old I mean if they fucked Hogan up it's closed the club it's done it's over players mm. like Hogan are the ones that you build football teams around no one builds a football team around a midfielder no one builds a team around Patrick Cripps that's for sure they might build one around a better midfielder Fielder like the Suns did at Nablet. Yeah. Oh, no, no doubt Carlson will build a team around Patrick Cripps. <laughs> well, they built a team around Judd and look how that worked out for them. Exactly yes. right. Let's get rid of Fev and. We did uh-huh. mention, though, that they had a good win, Melbourne. Hogan was a good reason to get excited. If only there were people there to see it. Yeah, that's so disappointing. How many people were there? 8,900 people. I mean, just for comparison, Gold Coast Suns have not had a lower crowd than that all year. Their lowest crowd is still about 200 more. And they had a piss wet day on the Gold Coast against Frio. Just looking at the wins and losses column, they've had an even worse fucking year than Melbourne. Yes, it's true. And Ablett wasn't playing either to get people through the gate. So, yeah. Well, they do have BMX at half time. That's pretty interesting. So, Melbourne supporters, hang your head in shame. And I have a feeling we'll be revisiting this with Thread of the Week time. Oh, fuck off. Paul Ruse might have been right, or maybe he scared them off with his positivity comments. Nice. You don't know Jack and Benoit. They've brought the positivity back into the club. I mean, props to them. I mean, they've done a really good job there. There's only so much half of the support base can do. Also, I think they should sack Paul Ruse immediately and get Goodwin in charge. Well, Paul Ruse decided this week it was we. Oh, finally. Oh. Was that after they won? They won. So we. Just 
Fucking quit, Paul Ruse. I'm stopping them cock-sucking money grubber. Go back to fucking talking about Sydney like you're still there, you cockhead. It was good to see Cross get a win this last game, even if, if there was no one there to see it, and he did get... He still doesn't cost. even know if they won or not. <laughs> Bernie Vince towed up Adam Trelaw. Oh, your new recruit. Yeah. So now you've got another midfielder who gets smashed by Bernie. I feel really conflicted, <laughs> but still strangely turned on. Follow your yeah. heart, follow your Bernie. Let's move on to... Well, the Crows made a lot of noise this week about North Didn't they? and Integrity. Jeez. And blah, blah, blah. We're, we're so sad we're not going to get our home final. Well, they went down to the Cattery and they fucked it. And the Bulldogs lost and they cost themselves a home final losing the Concerning Cats. If they worried about just... their own performance instead of worrying about up what other sides are doing, as you say, they would have had a home final. It mm. just stinks of the way Eddie behaved a couple of years ago about the Fremantle-Port Adelaide situation and then we fucking lost the game anyway. <laughs> Seriously, one week at a time, dickheads. How many times does it need to be said? <laughs> It's like fucking North got in their heads and they were too worried about North and forgot to turn up for the game. And that, that was the case. Like, on paper, they should have smashed Geelong by 10 goals, but they just didn't turn up and come to play because they were... And sides have done that this year at the Cattery. Even Melbourne got a win against the Cats down at Geelong. Mm. I mean, Adelaide have done well getting into finals, but they've pissed away any slim chance they had of winning a flag. Well, Morgs will debate that, but they let a golden opportunity slip. They fisted themselves with this. <laughs> Absolutely. The position was there and this is why you play the season out and this was touted as the worst round ever well Brisbane turned it into not just by the entertainment of it the dominoes fell because of Brisbane turned up and Carlton's got the spoon <laughs> yeah which is Carlton always got busy. the spoon the crows look like idiots that's the sound of a wooden spoon you know, the season's <laughs> not over until it's over, and if you rest players or you start thinking towards next week, like the Crows clearly were, beyond their game, this is what happens. Since you're off by 5%, you lose, it's fucking over. Yep, but it was pretty funny to see the Geelong fans cheering Dangerfield. Didn't they cheer? <laughs> oh, it was like he was a Geelong player already. Well, it's really <laughs> weird of them to cheer a Hawthorne player like that. I don't know what they're playing at. If he doesn't go there next year, they're going to boo him as though it was his fault that they cheered him last time. You know, he's never... I mean, Given much, an indication he was going publicly. How much cap space would, would you need to get Dangerfield? Let's say 750 to 900. Know, but Motlop signed, so that's a bit less than they probably thought. Yeah, but they're fucking sending all their old guys out the door and stabbing them in the yeah, back. It's, so it's like, fuck you people. Like That's freeing up some cap room for Dangerfield, but... I mean, if he doesn't want to go there, he doesn't want to go there. Well, that's the other thing. What if he does a Travis Boak and decides to stay? Well, then we laugh at Geelong. Well, there's always Lockie Henderson. They can pick Lockie Henderson up for pick fucking 10, and I probably will do that. There's probably someone else out there who they're interested in, but I'm forgetting. Maybe they'll chase Carlisle too. Or Cruiser, because they love their injury-prone Ruckman. Who wants Seedsman? Anyone? I'll give oh, you... don't you dare offer up Seedsman's name on the trade table. Yeah, you disgust me. It's already up, Penal. I don't think yeah, the Bay would approve it. stop being so fucking ridiculous. He's not very good at football. Oh, thanks, Jasny. He won an Anzac medal. Yeah. He won an Anzac medal. He is one-third the player of James Hurd, who, despite being a cunt of a coach and a human being, was a good footballer. (laughs) He had his moments. Yeah. Occasional moment. He's a very good footballer. So, Seedsman is (laughs) one-third of that. It's not one-third of James Hurd's football ability in any fucking universe. James Hurd was a magnificent footballer and a shit person. Seedsman's the other way around. If you judge it on Anzac medals, which are the ultimate judge of a person, I'm sorry, Seedsman's on par with Mark McGough, and that's all I care about. 
He's still better than Andrew Lovett. <laughs> and Damien Cupido, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Did he win an Anzac medal? <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, wow. There's been some fucking <laughs> bolters on Anzac Day, haven't there? Yeah, they have. Let's move on if we've got nothing else on Geelong and the Crows. Uh, I did find it funny that all Geelong's best players were like fucking Stokes, Kelly, and Johnson. So, yeah, suck shit with your rebuild down the bottom of the ladder, Geelong. <laughs> Especially without danger for <laughs> George Holland Smith will find a way. Hey, at least they dominate Mad Monday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the only good thing he did this week was turn up as Alan DeGeneres. That's not a Mad Monday. That's like... Oh, coming from the security support, it's not Mad Monday unless you light someone on fire. <laughs> it's not Mad Monday unless someone's on fire. There's a fucking stripper, maybe some schoolgirls. I mean, just showing up in costume is just like... <laughs> if you don't have a dildo hanging out of your dress, it's not Mad Monday. <laughs> it's slightly zany Monday. Hey, they had a premiership winning culture with that kind of Mad Monday, so, you know. Yeah, oh, but it's not any fun. Props to Bartel and Selwood. They, they were funny. They wasn't bad and even the playing group thinks Dangerfield's going there with the guy dressed up in the Crows gear in the background oh, and was... a big lol at trade draft who started a thread on the Collingwood board because Lonigan dressed up as a Collingwood supporter <laughs> and he's like he's my least favourite player now and every, everyone else was like this is gold it's really funny as you say he, he did a pretty good missing teeth and everything yeah yeah like, was he pretty was good. Like, he looked exactly like the guy out of that I'm a bloke yeah song. I was about to say he looked like Chris Franklin yeah he did yeah if you had a packet of Winnie Blues hanging out of a flannel over the top of the Collingwood jumper, it would have been perfect. But trade draft, not happy. <laughs> it, it, the thread is called Tom Lonigan, you idiot. <laughs> Let's go to, well, the Colas skied over Gold Coast. Jeez, I bet they wish they rest some players, though. Yeah. Mitchell and... Um, Kieran Jack. Kieran Jack yeah. won't play at the grand final, as if they're going to get there. It's a shame this wasn't the week they dropped Mitchell. Don't they drop him every second week or something? Uh, yeah. But this was frustrating because I watched a quarter more of this game than I did because the Suns were close enough for a while till Charlie Dixon fucked up from one metre out for me to actually think, oh, maybe they could do a Brisbane. But no, they teased, which was annoying. You wouldn't have been the only Richmond fan watching that game thinking there was a tiny bit of hope. Well, I didn't I didn't think there was when they kicked the first five goals. I fucked off for a quarter and then I see the score and they're back to 15 points. I go, oh, hang on. And I watched by the third quarter and then they kicked away. It was I probably shouldn't have watched. That game trolled me. You fucking ruined it. Yeah. I, I think it was Hadouken when he said they thought they were coming in. Yeah. 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 Yeah, your fault, yeah, mate. It's my fault. <laughs> I'll I mean, Mitchell, I'm just going to say, Mitchell I, should I get the hell out of Sydney. Four tigers. Just Mitchell should get out of Sydney. He can get game time, more money, another that club. That guy deserves such a better club than he's at. Yeah, but you will probably end up at Carlton, so he won't get what he deserves. I have heard strong rumours to that effect that the most likely destination is Carlton. But the Swans can't trade. Let's move on. Well, North rested almost as many players as Frio, and that was an ugly game for the half, but they were in front at halftime. Yeah, bloody mad. Ajax had us in front for half the time. <laughs> How concerning for Richmond, though. We literally played Melbourne football for the whole game. 22 bruise-free players. Richmond didn't give a shit. I don't take a thing out of that game for either side. I'd take more out of it for North, because at least they showed some want. Yeah, but that's because they had 12 guys playing for spots. Like, Kanye was trying to win his spot. Their best players were Kanye and Majak. I mean... It's a shame that they've all had to chip in this week to put him back together after he... Oh, I wasn't going to go there. Like, Couldn't he... put Kanye to Injury trolley. Really? You're going to get fucking spanked tonight. <laughs> 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 no, I, 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 I okay. say that yeah, because back pedal I'm picturing your Scott picture right no, now. Your boy toy kept making the fucking that's a paddling reference, so I'm just 
anticipating that he likes to go at you, you know, with a paddle. What if it's the other way around? Can I suggest you're overthinking that just a little bit? You sound like Teach. Anything else out of that game? I'll tell you what shitted me. Okay. For whatever reason, the umpires were wearing blue this week. Oh, yeah. That was fucking was annoying. Yeah, what, was, what, was, um, what was that I all don't about? know, but they shouldn't... It was a charity. They shouldn't have been doing it in the Richmond North game or the West Coast game or even the Suns game where they wore their clash strip that was white and, you know, large patch of blue. It's just like, it's probably happened in the Dogs game too, but like, what the... F- <laughs> what, did you find a clash with the umpires and the North players, did you? It was, it was enough to be iffy. To be fair, with the fucking umpiring run that North usually get in their games, it's hard to tell the difference between North <laughs> yes. players and the umpires at the best of, of times. Anything else out of that game, look, as I said, I don't take much out of that. We were soft and they were playing their twos. It was a nothing game. Oh, actually, I just like to say on that, Brad Scott, no, I will not apologize. Oh, fuck yeah. Useless, spineless cunt. I am sick of your whining, bitching, moaning, campaigning, motherfucking piece of... Ugh. You're a waste of a human being. You were a shit player at Brisbane. A waste of a human Your being. brother did all the good stuff and just no one could tell you were fucking apart. And <laughs> just stop it. Retire. Parents, it. you'd be fucking disappointed. He raised two fucking bitches. Is it like a third Scott twin who's actually a fucking Susan. decent human being? I'm going to make sure <laughs> that Susie Olsen listens to this bit and she's going <laughs> to write terrible things about you people. But Brad Scott, yeah, wants an apology. Brad, you played a team who didn't give a shit and you still lost by seven goals. Like, yeah, you didn't get any injuries. Here's, here's my apology, game. Brad. Turn it sideways, shove it up your ass, okay? The end. You can rest the players. That is your right. It is the media's right to tell you you're being a prick for doing it. Give me the Ross Lyon pro- There were some circles that were suggesting says, that he was... Yeah, Ross Lyon turns around and goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm bigger than this, even though I happen to be a boring coach. Like, I'm Brad bigger Scott's than this, like... even though I happen to be four feet tall. <laughs> is that Clarkson? No, Ross Lyon's Clarkson. pretty short as well. No, no. If, if someone said that to Clarkson, he'd punch them. He's a bit yeah. in the Scott camp. No one punched punch with Clarkson. And speaking of Clarkson, we'll go to Hawthorne, rolling Carlton. Look, this was just the formality of making sure Carlton retained the spoon, and they did, and it was glorious. Isaac Smith got injured, though, which is going to hurt you next week. Well, that was really what my tears was about. It's a meaningless game that you hope to get through with no injuries and there's nothing redeeming about the game. Yeah, but I would rather have both sides. I don't don't think that's a fair swap. You rate Smith higher than Maston? Well, I I rate Smith more important to Hawthorne's fortunes than Maston's to West Coast. Mm, Okay. Because Smith's their only outside runner playing well at the moment. They're going to need that at Subi. Oh, apparently. I I would have agreed. Oh, we're bringing Billy Hartung in will be fine. You're going to need Gerald like to touch it more than 10 times. I would have agreed with you two weeks ago, but it does look like Brad Hill's back in form after I called for him to be dropped. So he must have been Can't listening to me on. and just fucking... It's encouraging. It's amazing. Amazing what a bake on here can do to a player's form. Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Braden Maynard. Brilliant. We got really stuck into Tom Rockliffe. He's having effective games. Who would you like to play well next week? Jared Waite. <laughs> hey, actually, Let's I will mention this. The thing I found funniest about North's resting of the players was Jared Waite getting rested because Jared Waite wasn't rested because he's an old cunt. Jared Waite was rested so he didn't hit someone. <laughs> okay, that's the sort of thing for Waite to do in a dead game for no reason. Hit someone across the head and get suspended. Yeah, but he'll probably do it this week. No one yeah, him. but the game matters. And if they lose, 
a it's irrelevant. But him getting suspended in a dead game is very very weight. It is. He hasn't Classic. done that as much this year. Only because he got he's lucky bit, on that. He's been he's, he's been a bit clumsy, yeah. but not suspension worthy sort of. Yeah. I think. Shit well, I think the M- the MRP have just wisened up to him. They've just gone, oh, clumsy, clumsy. Wait, we'll give him a fine and move on. He's got the clumsy card like Hodge has the good bloke card. <laughs> no, there was one incident where I think he in the same week I think. Um, Wait, boiled someone and punched them in the back of the head, and then Tippett did the same thing. Mind you, they're both fucking clumsy cunts, but Tippett yeah, got a week and Wait, they just said, Oh, yeah, it's Wait, let him off. So, why does Wait, of all people, have the sympathy card with the MRP as opposed to. Because they knock him down too careless every time because they go, Oh, it's not reckless or intentional because he so can't. It's a sympathy he, he's just, he's unco. He doesn't mean to hit because the Because Wait he is a giant dipstick. It's not sympathy, it's just they can't grade it intentionally. Because yeah. how can you fucking say that Jared Waite meant to hit someone? Jared Waite barely means to do okay. anything. So if, if Jared Waite buried Hall, Brent Staker, they he'd get off. Well, that's no, because he'd miss. Example. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't hit that target. Yeah. <laughs> he'd hit his teammate instead. <laughs> <laughs> he would r- literally roundhouse Petri to the head. Go the full satan. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we were talking about Hawthorne, I just want to spill some goo for Sammy Mitchell because he racked up another three votes, and I reckon he. <laughs> I don't know if he can pull it off. Prittis will be hard to beat in the brown. Oh, he wins it. If, I swear to God, if he wins it, I will put Mid- a hole through my computer. I'm telling you. Mitchell will be in for another top three finish. It's bad enough we've given the most prestigious award of this competition to that fucking surfer-looking bloody stat merchant. The fact that he's had a better year and he's one of the favourites to win it again is just a joke. And he Could shouldn't... it be that the fact that he's an actual decent footballer who may not be getting the freeze all the week but he gets the twos and ones every week and that's good consistency he's a good work. consistent footballer he, with a flaw he's a good, he's a flog a good player what the fuck are every you team about? needs contested stat merchants I'm not going to deny that but he is not worthy of the competition's most prestigious award then other people should be as consistent as him listen to me he, he averages gets... 10 kicks a game 10 kicks yeah but he's that good at handballing mm. I mean, yeah, he's oh, not diesel will you wait to see Ross win his Brownlow, you dickhead. He's a shit Greg Williams. We can at least say that. We all know that this is going to be the last Brownlow that's actually up for grabs for someone before Liam Shields begins his Brownlow assault <laughs> next oh, year and geez. wins the next five in a oh. row. So it may as well be Sam Mitchell just, you know, pass the baton. Let's move on. And we've been talking about Prittis and we'll go to West Coast versus St Kilda. I'm amazed this actually got to 95 points. I looked at the score today. I didn't realise it got to that big. We played fucking pathetic, but we mentally checked out two weeks ago. So but the umpires cost you the free kick count. Plugger blame the umps. There's a fair bit of moral win oh, there going. Plugger was screaming moral to, win. 22 to, to 6. To be fair, in that second quarter when it was like two goals a margin, the umpire was, was definitely affecting the result. That is a direct But I don't quote. think you can use that, that argument when the final margin's nearly 100 points. I think your team was just shit. Mm. No, if you only kick four goals, you don't get to claim nothing. You don't shit even game, get to claim dude. bravery. No. Josh we, Bruce kicked 50 goals, so that's a positive for the season. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, very big positive. Josh Kennedy with a dodgy shoulder or elbow, whatever it is, has done really, really well this season. Mm. Yeah, that's true. He's yeah. bravely shouldered the load for the X's and made sure they got a win. I'm also claiming Clogs Stradamus, as I did say, Kennedy will outscore St Kilda, and he nearly did. So I'm claiming a moral one. Moral Clogs Stradamus to go at your moral win <laughs> and your fucking moral premiership and everything. Have you ever I won no anything ever? I won the best smile competition. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> did, did you say best smile or best style? Smile. 
I don't think it's style. Because I'm pretty sure I've got you covered for style, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the talking points, and we will begin with good bloke, Luke Hodge. Bloke, yes. Good what bloke. bloke. Good bloke. Good bloke. Good what bloke. A champion, yes. There was some of the All-Australian thread on the main board saying, oh, because of this, he shouldn't be captain and all that. And I sarcastically said, nah, this only strengthens his cause to be captain for the All-Australian side. <laughs> I got a few bites out of it, so that was funny. But yeah, yeah there's been a lot of love for Hodgie over this sort of... Only Cyril can do certain things on the field. Only Hodge could drink drive and become a better bloke doing yes. it. Yes. Yeah, because he, he fronted up to mm. every media outlet there was. He oh. copped his punishment of five grand to charity like a man. Yeah, the suspended game that was already suspended. That is and literally the, the definition of bravery right there. Stop hanging shit on Hodge, you fuckwits. Okay, it you. takes a real man to do what he did. He's got big, big balls to do what he did. Why was your captain drinking during the middle of the week? Yeah, this training? is a bit the same as everyone. Finals. He's two weeks in finals and he's drinking four pots on a Thursday night. Well, four was what he said. Yeah. We know it was more than that. Yeah, the pictures, if you have a look at the picture from that, they've all got whiskey and Campbell Browns in the photo. So, <laughs> what the fuck? We all prepare for events in our life and big moments in different ways. And, you know, sometimes if you want to calm the nerves associated with a difficult... Sometimes you want to grab a drive home. Ticket, you might want to <laughs> or, or have a few home. beers and then drive home. He should have walked home the cunt. <laughs> I bet he drove home proud, which is more than you can say for the Richmond Flogs who are going to be driving home from their third straight elimination final loss next week. Wait, he's such a good bloke. Like, I was driving today to work and SEN were playing some ad, like September to Remember ad, about Luke Hodge. Surely he'd be dropping that shit. Like, it was so cringeworthy. Like, he's just been charged with drink driving and they're pumping him up as, as the captain to lead them to back to back to back. Fucking hell. It was a gutless decision. Next time, finals, next time Hawthorne tries to lecture someone on any social issue, I think we've got a right to say, really? The family club is supporting behaviour that rips families apart. Yeah, and, and that's not even Alcoholism getting into the injunction. Driving. The other thing, and like, this isn't really a troll, but doing it two days before Cooper's funeral. Yeah, yeah, that was Ooh. like, that's not only poor yeah. taste, but really disrespectful. Inconsiderate. Mm. The club's suspended for four weeks. What a <laughs> shit bloke. No, he's a good bloke. Yep. All these things make him a better bloke. Cameron Link said so. It makes him more relatable to yeah. the Bogans. That's all it does. I did laugh at his greatest <laughs> defender in the aftermath was Robbo. <laughs> Oh, of course it was. As someone said, Robbo can blows that at 10 a.m. every morning. <laughs> Robbo has way more drink driving conventions than anyone knows about officially. It's like, um, what was that? You know that old at the bar column they yeah, used him to and do? John, him yeah, and John Anderson took it too literally and crashed inside of a building. <laughs> literally crashed into a bar. He crashed yeah. into a pizza shop. I'll have a lot um, of He wasn't a good bloke like Hodge, though, so he got stood down. He asked for a margarita. Give me something with an umbrella in it. Counts. <laughs> as a salt, as a salt. Anything else on Hodge? Do you still want to file those legal papers? You want to add to the strategy on his penal? Defamation. You got an injunction ready to roll or what? I mean, he's a good bloke. Leave him alone. Let's go to, well, the sub rule's gone. Yay. Farley's green and red vest. Brad Green's like, oh, I wish <laughs> I was going to play. Brad Green's shattered that no other captain can wear it before it went. Here's your ultimate trivia question on footy night. Who was the last person to ever put on the red vest in well, Home and Away? Brady Grundy. No, Elliot Kavanagh. 
<laughs> that's the only thing he will be remembered for after he gets to listed this year. I expect he's gone. Yeah. 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 Maybe he should have gone to North. Is it true he that he's old? That his family told North that they didn't want him to pick him yeah, up. Yeah, his dad said yeah. he's not paying for you. He's paying for Essendon. His dad did pick <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah. The irony's not lost there, considering that he said that he went to Essendon and then got injected with something that he doesn't even know, and he turned into a spud footballer. But if the sub rule being kicked, you know how both teams have like one key forward, one second rock key forward shit. Yeah, it's going to change that dynamic. Would that go back to two key forwards and two rocks now, or will it remain the same? I'm hearing two rocks is more likely to get a run. It really depends because the interchange has been slashed down to 90 a game. It depends on the fitness of your Ruckman, I guess. Yeah. It's why Essendon is seriously now considering retaining McKernan because his fitness is still pretty good. Uh, he's had a pretty good year and he could probably play either one of those roles, the second ruck, the second foot. He was Essendon's pleasant surprise for the year. He's been Most... serviceable. Like yeah. He will play games next year. Like He would be very stiff not to get an actual contract from Essendon next year. Oh, we'll list him next year. I'm positive. How come you guys signed up Bell Chambers for another couple more years? Well, because Bell Chambers is okay. When he's not injured, he's he's been woeful this year. He got dropped. Yeah, but he's been he injured all year. He's had like foot injuries throughout the whole year, and Giles just didn't work out at all for whatever reason. And McKernan actually was the surprise packet that stood up, and you know he had a couple of dud games, but he had a couple of good games. So he certainly showed more at you than he ever did in five years at Adelaide. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a long-term solution. Now. You need someone more than a hundred. That's why they're chasing Lewinberg or Cruiser. I can't wait till Carlton go full Dodoro over everyone they've got. You know, oh. Yaron's not been playing but he's worth first round. I'm advocating we want two first round picks for Henderson to the Suns do anything to make sure all these Carlton dickheads going oh we'll just take him pick one in the PSD we'll be fine yeah it's like no no fuck you Carlton wankers I really hope that other clubs realise what Carlton are trying to do with Cruiser and they're offered just under and because they want a four year deal and Carlton apparently the rumour is Carlton won't give him any more than two if one of these clubs gives him four years at just under the price to trigger the compo and Carlton have mm. to go, oh, do we want it out of spite, take the four years, or do we want it the second round combo? <laughs> do a stare yeah. I reckon Carlton blink in that situation. And Ruckman don't get paid that much compared to midfielders. No, well, an injury no. prone Ruckman, you'd have to be stupid to pay over 400. You wouldn't give him, cruiser. yeah, you wouldn't give him 450 or something like that. Anything else on the sub rule? Bye. You're going to miss the trolls. See you later. Him. Don't come back. Ben Kennedy likes this. Never going to get a game now, poor bastard. Super coach players like this, I guess. The grand final entertainment's been announced and well the Canadian government owe the AFL an apology for Brian Adams because yeah that's who we've got the Canadian government has apologised many times for Brian Adams the AFL should be proud to have just such a fine Canadian citizen I quipped in your face <laughs> I'm not your guy eh? I'm not your buddy guy I'm not your guy friend I'm not your friend pal I'm not your pal buddy but no we've got him we've got Chris Isaac who's clearly there because he's on Seven's latest Aaron Stalker show <laughs> Aaron Page show well here's the Aaron song no seriously who the fuck is Chris Isaac he has like one famous song I think it's I thought um... he's got two yeah he's some creepy like what's he and the other one is Ellie Goulding, whoever she is. I only know her as the, so- uh, the chick that sings Touch Me Like You Do. Touch, 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 touch me like you do. Which, you know, there'll be a bit more Aaron baiting going Sorry. on, I guess. Hadouken, you notice something interesting about the choice of her. Oh, yeah, Gillen's kids picked her. Yeah, Gillen's daughters. So they potentially could have had the wiggles going, hot potato, hot potato. Well, no, because Gillen's daughters 
are fucking Hamish's nieces. So I'm betting <laughs> Hamish has got in their ears, and it's actually <laughs> Hamish that sort of indirectly picked out Ellie Goulding. Oh, he's just said, pick Ellie Goulding or I'll run over your dog. Hamish is probably <laughs> trying to get her on there so he can flirt with her in some awkward, sleazy way like he does with the female tennis players at Australian Open time. Her face looks kind of like a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> they should have picked fucking Daryl Braithwaite. Sing horses. Why don't they just yeah. get good Finally, to do it? Yeah. Just fucking get Mike Brady in the guitar singing enough that Kazali um, while everyone's drunk. Bring back Angry Anderson. Bound for glory. You know we're bound for glory. I loved that song. I was like eight. The best grand final entertainment they've ever had and they'll never be able to top it. It was Lionel Richie. Lionel. Oh, <laughs> long. Has yeah, it been announced who, who's singing the national anthem? It's got to be Julie Anthony. I don't care if she's dead. Dig her up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else on that. I've no idea who's singing it. But yeah. All they need to do is get bloody Hunters and Collectors, Holy Grail. That's all they need to do. Just play oh, it. Oh, every... right. Why not? Same songs every year. Yeah, same thing. Doesn't change. Fuck it. We do pick some strange acts. Like They go for the has-beens and the not-yets or never-wases. There will be no left shark this time around. There's no left shark. The Great one thing that used to the, shit me about... I was Watch that live. That thing was amazing with the giant tiger and stuff. I'm like, that's pretty cool. The thing about Katy Perry, though, even if you could afford it, you could never have that show whilst it's during the day because you're actually talking about acts that do more than actually sing. They actually have the light show, all the other bullshit that goes with it, which personally I don't yeah, care too yeah. much for. But if you're going to do it, obviously that's why they want the night grand final. They, they, they did fucking it, they Dylan did it well wants enough. a night grand final anyway. Yeah. It's going to happen. And that's probably one of the reasons why, because they want to get those sorts of acts in and get rid of this embarrassing. Chris Isaac shit. Again, it's still what they said though. Lionel Richie was planned in like a week and that was the best show. I mean, yeah. just fucking yeah. roll with it. Let's go to the questions and we have just the two. First one's from Porked and it is Can you make a BLT sandwich out of Carlton's list where bacon is the meat and most important players on the list? Lettuce, the stocking fillers and tomato add a bit to the side where not too much spoils the sandwich. Who wants to have a crack at this? I shall uh... have a crack. Alright, let's start out. Carlton surprisingly do have some bacon. It's incredibly shit bacon but they still have gibbs and crips and menzel three slices of average bacon they have some moldy as fuck bread <laughs> tomatoes and some lettuce that is about as weak as their players it's also worth noting you can't put sausages in a, in a burger they also have some bland fucking mayo that tastes like fucking coarse cum or something can we all agree that fucking avocado sucks yes yes Yes. Mark yes. Murphy. All right. So, yeah, Talton yep. is mostly avocado. Mark Murphy. Yeah, I'm going to say there is no BLT. There is just a whole bunch of chips. No. I, I Mark could make, Murphy. I could make a that, decent that, out of that's, it. That's Geelong. That's Tom Hawkins. Hey, one of us had the cooking show on the bay, and that's me. So. Uh, and as executive producer, oh, I would go with look Tom, at the power struggle. Tom Bell Peppers. I'll put, I'll put him on my thing with a slice of Matthew Dick. <laughs> And um, on some Mark Wiley bread. Cool. Whole grain, Holman. Carlton literally have a player on their list called Dylan Viojo Rainbow. <laughs> what type of fruit or vegetable is he? Skittles. <laughs> Did he Taste actually... the rainbow. If we're talking actually. like sandwich condiments, like what would uh, Robbie Warnock be? Peanut butter. <laughs> because he sticks to the one spot and doesn't move. Yeah. Would Cameron Sticky. would be a really disappointing slice of ham. No, he, let's no. be realistic. He'd just be a potato. A potato <laughs> on a sandwich which has no place. Like, he has no place in the fucking AFL competition. <laughs> People have chip sandwiches, though, and they're fucking Oh, old. they are delicious. This one's from Yadaki, I believe. He would like each panel member to pick a flag winner from here on in. Unless
unless anyone had anything else on Carlton. Yadaki, you said, Pedal, there's no need to answer this one. The goo has blinded your thinking process. Well, get stuffed. I'm tipping West Coast because it would be a massive choke if they were lose to lose the flag for this. There's no goo blinding my sight at this point. It's rare, I know, but, you know, it's I'm I'm thinking with my brain and not my dick. And it's, it's saying West Coast. <laughs> no goo blinding your sight because you're fucking gargling it. But I actually think West Coast as well. I'm going to go with my prediction that I made in round two. No, the dogs, uh-huh. the puppies. No, no it's going to be Hawthorne. I mean, they have the best list. They have the best defense. Their midfielders are getting into form at this moment. Greatest, greatest Pro- choke of all time. Provided they don't greatest snipe. Of all time. Their forward provided line. Provided they don't snipe. Bom, bom. Their forward line stands up when it counts. I mean, Sydney is Buddy Franklin and fucking Josh Kennedy and Hannah Brew. Frio is useless shit trucks and fuck off Jose. Your team's fucking crap. And West Coast, their injury list will expand to such an extent that they'll need their own fucking hospital wing. Um, I'm going with North. Maybe later. Glug, glug, glug. I can't wait. That's a paddling. And I think Dan's the only one left. Yeah, what's this about? Sorry, I'll sort of... Who's going to win the flag? Uh, Oh, new tip North. More, <laughs> um... Oh, Hawthorne. This week on Bay. Thread of the week. I think we had a few. I thought the X's thread. It was the coronation of the X's thread this week. It's yeah. It's got to be Waverly. I mean, oh. that thread about Melbourne Melbourne supporters. No. no. It was the best thread of the week. I'm going to play teach here and say, no, get fucked. He's a fucking idiot. Fuck off, Waverly. I'll claim that to be thread of the week when Waverly can explain why Hawthorne got like 10,000 people in 2004. <laughs> we'll have to actually invite him on no, here no, to actually no, rebut no, that no, argument. No. No, but, no, but Teach no. just won't let... No, no, Teach isn't alone there. Teach doesn't want to share you with anyone, that's what it is. Um, I have Teach. a nomination. I would like to nominate the Jared Hayden thread <laughs> NFL board. Seriously, if you've got a spare 10 hours, you are bored, go and laugh at that. I have nothing to contribute. I have no idea at all, but it is hilarious. It's fantastic. It, it, it just keeps on giving. It is the most curious shit fight ever, but it is so compelling. I've also got a question. If Teach got on the Hain train, do you think he could crash it? I think he could. I think you'd get cut next week. <laughs> I think we should get Teach on the Hain train and just the see. Hain train's on the 49ers wagon. I'm a Bengals fan. They can fuck off anyway. So, yeah. Right, so teach, get Teach on the Hain train and then see how many lols you can get out of that thread. That thread, it says so much about the NRL's inferiority complex. You know what I think it says? I think it says that you NFL supporters, just a bunch of hipsters, want to be different. You sound like an NRL flog calling us fucking hipster. <laughs> oh, God, they come back so fucking pathetic. Start calling us gronks. N- Go on. N- NFL isn't even a sport. It's a fucking circus. Well, it's a giant commercial, really, and occasionally a football game breaks out. But there is the NRL inferiority complex where they're sick of being second best of the football codes over here. So they're trying to bump themselves up because Haynes doing something in the preseason where really it's a niche role, but, hey, he's dominating the great athletes of over there. Well, it's just, it's not just step. a front. It's mm-hmm. a sidestep. He's got a brilliant sidestep. Yeah, they've never seen before. You see these huge lumbering defensive <laughs> tackles going, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Where's small man go? <laughs> yeah. That being said, Hayne is doing some rather simple shit. He is doing some really simple shit, but it's getting talked about like he's a fucking world beater. And there's one side of the argument that really hates that he's being talked up this way, and there's another side of the argument that's chugging all the goo, and it's very entertaining. Did you so does this sing? mean I shouldn't tell everyone that I got a Hayne top in the number? 38 on the back. Oh, that, would, that is worse than getting a Power Ranger guernsey. I'm joking, you <coughs> Worse than getting a Kanye Turner badge. Hey, I was donating to your club. I'm 
great. <laughs> yes, thank you for the five dollars. Thank you. Six. Oh, she was keeping them financially solvent because they charged you six bucks for a badge. Yeah, yeah, and I paid it for you people. Oh, well. thank you. When, when you put yeah, you I put got it a badge. Way. It's commemorative figure because the cunt's dead. That is literally a paddling right there. Oh. So we all agree that Thread of the Week was way better. Yeah, don't, right? don't ask. No. Me. Oh. Sorry. Uh, what else did we have? I haven't had actually... the internet for like the last two weeks, so I, I don't know what's going um, on. Cookson's so. thread was all right, actually. I liked yours as well on Carlton Spoon. Dan nominated my Bulldogs thread. That's what he just said. Into <laughs> yes. the no, I think we should just have a split. In terms of Bay thread, it's clearly Dex's. In general, real fucking good lols. Go see, read the hand thread. Yeah. This teacher's not here. We can give it to the general thread. <laughs> Non-Bay Thread wins. Oh, I was for the X's, but if the Hain train's rolling through here too. Oh, uh, yeah. Get on board the plane, boys. Enjoy it at last. I reckon by about round four, we'll be dropped out of the starting yep. lineup, and that'll be that. But that's when it's really going to start to get funny. True, true. Well, so these, so, oh, I'm a 49ers fan. Really? Paul Waverley is more tell robbed me the than name we were of in 2012 player. when we had to kick against the wind for three quarters. Anyway, speaking of Waverley, we are up to Flog of the Week time. Divi, Blues. Uh, yeah, Black Flag. Black Flag. Back, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know. Uh, and immediately threatened to leave and never post again. <laughs> and I post, uh, posted him with "fuck off, Welcher," and he replied. It's like, oh, fuck! This is my last post. You know. Yeah, I think he deserves the badge on this one because he said he'd be fucking off from the bay. I want to give it to Divi Blues. Divi Blues is a try-hard flog. I mean, he's not trying the way too hard, and now he's signing off with Divi Blues yeah. peace or something. He's a fucking goose. He just wants to take the side of. He wants to. Attention. Oh, he really wants attention. He's starting to get the Jasney treatment. Every time I see him attention whore, I boot him from a thread now. He should be booted yeah, from so, where I'm so sick of seeing him comment just to try and agitate mm. people. Like, fuck off, idiot. Especially when he's not even on the bay. No one cares about your opinion. Shut up. Yeah, so Divi Blues, eat shit, you fucking dick monster. I hate you so much that I can't even pee standing up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. And last week's poll, Essendon's next captain. 7.1% said Dyson Apple. 7.1% said Michael Hurley. Seven. Pepsi, he's a good bloke, mate. Pepsi's a great bloke. He's a cracker. <laughs> Does he have Pepsi from the needle? No, I said Pepsi. He's a good bloke. He's not he's as good as bloke as Hodge. Yeah, no one's as good bloke as Hodge. Oh, he's pretty bloody close. Seven point one percent said um, they'd like Melksham to bring the boys to the yard, he and seventy-eight point six percent said Essen's next captain should be Jack Watts. Make it happen, Zadoro. Dear Bay, fuck you, <laughs> don't. No, actually, the our next captain is probably going to be Hooker. Oh, that's so. Mm. Well, that's, again, little whispers that I hear. And, you know, leads to the front, likes to kick a goal, especially against Hawthorne. Let's yeah. next week, and we'll begin with Friday night, probably the match of the weekend, the Eagles versus Hawthorne over in Subiaco. Eagles by 12. Eagles for mine. Eagles by 24. It would be such a massive choke if the Eagles <laughs> didn't win this. <laughs> they have the dream run. Oh, sorry, Eagles by 12 and plus... 27 in the free kick count. Yeah. Uh, good bloke, Hawthorne Hodgie, to actually take off. No, nah, they won't get a p- positive free kick count because they are playing Hawthorne, and I bet you Stevic's doing this game. So uh, that should cancel out any home ground advantage West Coast get ooh, from the umpires. Ooh, that's a big advantage to cancel out. West Coast. So West Coast, I mean, obviously, they're fucking the better team. It would be a massive choke if they lost. Penal, can you say that again without the quiver in your lower lip? Uh, yeah, I heard a giggle at the end of it. There's a little, yeah. little tremble there, a little bit of fear. Just a little oh, bit. There's no fear. I mean, we've got nothing to lose. 
we're the greatest oh. side of the modern uh, era. Already oh. spare us the modesty anything, bullshit. You know anything you're else win is this just game. a bonus. Like, okay, what's the modern era then? Let's hear. I don't know. Two thousand eight to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had two thousand and nine go. Ah, oh, we're gonna win. We're gonna smash them by like ten goals. <laughs> Has everyone tipped? Did I hear Dan tip? I think this is the easiest game to pick. I think Hawthorne will do it easily. I mean, is McGovern or any key Gun's defenders playing, back? Maston's out. If he had got a longer suspension, he wouldn't have got injured. How's that? I actually didn't think of the uh, Maston Karma thing until Bender pointed it out. So thanks, Bender. Poofs versus Colas is the next game. Colas cooked straight sets. Oh. Yeah, I'm going for Sydney. Australia to lose. Yeah, no Jack, no Parker, Dockers. Franklin's Bye. got a bad back, so... From carrying yeah. them. Can't expect to have it. Yeah. You'd free to win, Joss, but this game will be fucking appalling. Yeah, for a Frio, final, this will be the worst spectacle. Mm. Frio to win by five points, probably 20 to 15 or something like that. And fuck mm. off, Jose. Mm, Sydney, mm. just because I don't want Freo to win anymore. I had enough of them. Oh, good. Let them win. Let them get their hopes up. It'll make it all the funnier when they lose their derby prelim. <laughs> I don't find them, them losing funny. I just find them playing boring. Just get out of the final. Go away, Fremantle. But Fremantle losing to Sydney would be boring. Fremantle losing to an attacking side in the grand final or prelim no, final. No, because then so they'd ruin another grand final. No, it would be exciting. Boring. No, it would be exciting because no. fucking we'd put 2013 was not them. an exciting game. No, no I know, right. but we're a lot better now than oh. we were in 2013. <laughs> oh, if, it's, if it's your team, of course it's exciting. My team are playing, so get out. No, but we'd put 25 goals past oh, them. Get your hand off it. The hand is never off it. Bulldogs versus Crows. Let's ask Morgs first. Oh, where's it being played? <laughs> <laughs> that was TJ's crazy uh, laugh. To be fair, the, the where's it being played thing trolls Adelaide as much as it trolls the yeah. dogs because Adelaide could have had a home final. I will go with Adelaide. They'll be shocked to be playing there and the Bulldogs to finally take their last gasp breath and drown in the fucking bath water. Dogs will win. Crows would have only beaten Richmond, so dogs will win. I'm back in the Crows. I the dogs. The dogs will do it. Drink up, people. The bath water will be delicious this week. Dogs <laughs> I think Crows are going to win this. I mean, the doggies football is attacking and fucking... You stop their halfback flankers, you will stop them, and Adelaide will stop them. Jake, Jake Stringer will win a brown line one day, but... Stop chugging their goo, Hadouken. Rotten to you. I've told you. I've not changed. I've just said at the start of the year, they're the 93 Bombers. They're doing it again. And it's going to happen again. Well, I can't and... wait until they become the 2012 Bombers. Adelaide's defence is not good enough to stop the dogs. They put 20 goals past them earlier in the year that Eddie had. I know it's at the MCG this time around, but I still think the dogs are going to kick too big of a score. I, th- I think the whole MCG versus Eddie Head thing is so overblown. Anyway. So do I. But the dogs have made it a thing by crying about it. you got to go with the more, the more experienced I mean, team. Did, did we not used to play VFL on like, you know, 20 different ovals and no one gave a shit? Yeah, they, they watered <laughs> down the rabbin and you just dealt with it. They go from dry all the time to go into rain and mm. Eddie Head teams fall to a sack of shit when it rains at that time. Now, right? if there's like, you know, that Brad Scott whinges and cries and screams like the pathetic little pissy princess. The pustulant jellyfish. The spineless fucking moron. You better oh, apologize. Brad, Brad Scott. Really? You oh, little girl. Apologize. Say so you're sorry. Apologize. Apologize. Kiss it. Never. Kiss it. Um, not to Brad Scott. No. 
Yep. Dan, I think, is the only one I didn't hear tip. Crows. All right, Richmond versus North. Honestly, this is the hardest one to tip. Not even. I'm going Richmond. Richmond's I... better defending and better midfield. If Delito gets over 25 disposals, usually Richmond win a game. Is anyone injured at Richmond? or? Hampson. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, Richmond will win. No one injured. If Richmond smash North, Brad Scott will get sacked. Oh, yeah. If we smash them after, the, off, after the resting and everything, Brad will get sacked, yes. But he's on fuck all of that club in about a few years apart from one fluke playing, playing against a concerning cat. Disappointment, 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 well, it, disappointment. Here's the counter-argument if North I, win, which yeah. I think they will, does Hardwick get sacked? I hope so. Whoever yes. loses, if they get flogged, they deserve to be sacked because the they have not delivered. The coach's job sacked. battle. Someone's yeah. getting sacked. <laughs> Imagine if that happened. It's like the coach has to come out to the middle of the oval. head cut and, off and um, Game style. Yeah, and gets burnt alive or something. Yeah. He just has to give himself an uppercut in front of everyone. Some kind of Hunger Games thing. Yeah. Him in the middle of the ground. Or make him eat the beads. He should run him over. <laughs> Get sent to Coach Carlton as punishment. No, that's not fair. <laughs> you wouldn't wish that on anybody. Carl. No. That's, that's... You'd kill him before you made him do that. You have to have a one hour interview of Ruzi. Well, the good thing about Brendan Bolton's Carlton contract is he could just coach Carlton for about, you know, two weeks until uh, he gets hired by whoever loses this game. So, yeah, welcome to Richmond, Brendan Bolton. <laughs> Norfolk win by five There is only one way we lose this game, and that is if we Richmond it. Which is which is possible. If the mental demons are gone and don't appear, we win this game. There will be no brave loss. Which way are you going to kick? With the wind or? Oh, I should play it anyhow. <laughs> well, you should have you cracked yeah. the shit about it. Well, that's, that's the only reason Richmond beat North last week, because that game was at Etihad. Cochran couldn't fuck up the toss. <laughs> well, as I said, if we don't Richmond it, we win. They should send Delio to do the coin toss just in case. <laughs> They could send almost anyone. Just just if, I think if Deledio plays well, Richmond are a real chance to beat North. But hopefully that I mean, doesn't happen in North. Get a win. I think the North resting the senior players will, will play a part in a relatively close game. So I'm thinking North by a goal, maybe two goals. This was the forecast for the first week of finals. Starburns joined by Dan. Yeah. Cookson. See ya. Hadouken. Cheerio. Western Bulldogs all the way. Morgs. Go north. And Penal. Go Eagles. <laughs> Cookie. Nakamine. That's how you say goodbye in Finnish. <laughs> what the f- Thanks to Teach for making a brief appearance, and thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.